Hello and welcome back to It Speaks, the show where I rant and you rave. I'm Boston and today we are pacing the parking lot at my local Stop and Rob for a chance at the good life. We are playing the Powerball. Come on, it's gotta be here somewhere. The Powerball is one of the longest odds games available in the country, with odds of 292.2 million to 1 against. Tickets cost $2, and there are three drawings every week. It is a national contest with 45 states in the mix. It is one of multitudes of state-run gambling institutions and games throughout the states that allow them. From scratchers worth a couple of bucks to Powerball winnings to exceed 699 million, like Monday's drawing, these games promise a chance at the good life for as little as a dollar. Maybe it would seem like more of a waste of money if my crypto wallet hadn't imploded by an order of magnitude a month ago. DeFi these nuts. When the pot is won, the value is split amongst winners with matching numbers, but that split still leaves much of the total revenue on the table. For example, some watchdog sites report that as many as 799 million $2 tickets were sold. This is in the case of the Powerball. This puts revenue at $1.6 billion. The prize was last quoted at 699 million. This leaves almost 900 million left in the takings. Where does that go? Traditionally, the money is put into bills at the creation of the lottery that earmark for the funds for the state and national education programs associated with those lottery games. This would be an even shorter show if that was where it ended. You know this goes deeper. These funds are allocated in a vast majority of these states to replenish the education funds and not to supplement them. This means that the amount placed into the education fund can only bring the total back up to the original intended amount if the budget is short or has been spent. Excess seems to be going back to general funds for the states involved. Combining this function with the nature of states to cut their education budgets, as many, many have, and more and more of these lottery dollars are freed up to spend on whatever the legislature gets a bill together for. Your money isn't realistically funding education nearly as much as one might be led to believe. There is a bit of a sticking issue here beyond where the money goes. There are questions and ethical points of contention regarding where the money that funds the lottery comes from. Statistically, this money comes from lower income households by a large margin. The amount of money the average household spends on state-run gambling is difficult to ascertain at the very least, as the Bureau of Labor Statistics has a vested interest in this number being perceived low and has thusly reported their number 10 times lower than any private research reports it. CNBC approximates the total at over $1,000 per year per family, while the BLS reports it at just over 130 For many households, this reflects somewhere between a Netflix account and the entirety of their electrical bills annually to be spent on something that statistically they will never win. But you can't win if you don't play, right? Sure enough, that's true. But the cost of losing is much more expensive than people might know. 
Many households in America report spending as much as 13% of income after tax on lottery and state-run gambling. For many, that effectively doubles their tax burden, and for many more, could be around an additional 50% to their revenue losses to the government every single year. Even less considered is the cost of not growing the money. Something as simple as $80 a month contributed to a 401k over 40 years would be a total contribution of around 38000 But the account value could still be upwards of $100,000, as estimated with online tools estimating 8% year over year. I understand these estimates are not accurate uh, to the extent that there are risks and losses in markets. But all of that being considered, this is still something to think about. Factoring in the government's inappropriate use of the money, the beyond impossible odds, and the astronomical cost of the lack of financial literacy in today's society, combining this with the distinct trends indicating the lower income status of the people who play irresponsibly, it is fairly safe to say that these state-run scams are little more than a cheap way to keep the poor silent, unagitated, and unable to improve their standing in life. Imagine what a buck could do. This has been It Speaks.